Two days have passed since Transuary 6. Luke Skywalker is now a card-carrying member of the Alphabet Mafia, and Disney Plus loses 2.4 million subscribers in Q1. That and more on tonight's episode. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Daily Nights. I'm your host, Treasonous Truths, and joining me today, I have my co-host, Daddy Sins. Daddy Sins, say hello to the ladies and gentlemen tonight. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Daddy Sins in the house again. We're here for a sinful night of of topics to talk about relating to, if you, if you heard our new intro that Mike has done. We got we got some interesting to talk about between Alphabet Suit Gang members, Disney Plus, and some more philosophical, philosophical, not debate, philosophical questioning of Magic the Gathering. So stay tuned for the entire episode to find out what we're gonna say. Yeah, and to start things off, let us never forget that two days ago, trans militant trans activists invaded the Oklahoma State Capitol. And engaged in what I refer to and several others probably refer to as Transuary 6. I do think that maybe, possibly, there should be some sort of committee established to investigate these heinous crimes of insurrectionist behavior. Don't you? I'm laughing because I don't think there's going to be a committee, Mike. Come on now. They, <laughs> they wanted to indict people on January 6th last year. Mind you, they also let... Well, it's already three in. years already. or Well, two years. Sorry, two years. Two years? Jeez, how time flies. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. two years of that, three years of pandemic, just fucking time goes by. You know, J.K. Rowling supposedly being afraid of, of trans people because supposedly to their definition, transphobic means that we don't like trans people or something. When or just stating... You're afraid or just stating the fucking facts that a serial rapist should not be charged as a woman and then sent to a woman's prison? Yep. What the fuck? Like, I would love Where to hear... Where there was more rapes to be, that proceeded after. Yeah. I would love to hear from one of these, quote, trans activists. And I would love to hear their mental gymnastics and tell me, what logic in the world would you commit a guy biologically a guy right who raped two women right and then was was saying oh i identify as a woman so he can be sent to a woman's prison tell me in what world does that make sense i'll be waiting for that response people please you know my you know my twitter you know my twitter it's at treason truth okay not hard to find i have yet to hear a response i want them to I really want them to. Me too, so I can highlight it, retweet it, and put it on the Mm -hmm. fucking show. So I can say, hey, by the way, these are the people, you know, bimbo, whatever, thinks that uh, some guy should go into a woman's prison even though he was committed a fucking rape. Yeah. The fuck out of here. Probably secretly, it's probably a politician in disguise because the politician's like, oh, I would love to do that. 
Come on, Mike. You you don't talk about Nancy Pelosi's husbands like that. Well, first off, Nancy Pelosi's husband, he likes to get hammered with his gay by his gay lovers. So, mm-hmm. oh, anyway. It's like, Wait, did did you see the tape of that shit? The 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 video oh, that I came out. I seen it. Yeah. That shit, it just, that shit was susser than Last of Us episode three. Didn't episode four come out? Oh yeah, that was it was actually a good episode. Okay, they was, introduced okay. new stuff not related to the game, but I was okay with of it. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. But yeah, but no, one hundred percent. It wasn't the sus of us episode three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the sus <laughs> of us. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. That video of Nancy Pelosi's husband with the perpetrator of that hammering, the hammering sounds like a Stephen King novel from back when he knew how to write, um, or actually focused on actually his craft. That that video was very suspect, right? Just everything that transpired. Right. Oh, you you can see go on that he um in the video that there wasn't very much of a it almost looked like an act. Oh, it very you much know? did. Like, but at the same time, you have to wonder. You know, this is a guy who prior, literally, probably what a month ago, a month prior to the event, was charged with a DUI. Right, crashed his car into a uh, power line or telephone pole, something, mm-hmm. and. Now he's home, stuck home, right? Getting fucking blitzed. But if that was any normal, you know, any normal NPC in our world, you'd get the fucking hammer jail time. It'd be it'd be like the GTA. I don't know if you remember, but remember the old GTA role playing uh, servers back in the day? Or I say back in the day, they probably still exist, but back when they were popular, like the random servers, like GTA Five. No, for GTA Five, like the random GTA Five like role play servers were like, if you committed a crime, they oh, would literally yeah. put you. It was almost like Second Life. They would put you in like jail, and you'd be stuck there for X amount yes, of time. Yes, I remember. I used to join a couple of those random ones just to see what people like to do, and it was fun. I I, I still miss when they kind of like remember playing like GTA San Andreas, and I don't know if I was the only person who on purposely tried to get locked up so you can get the the double sided dildo. You could beat oh, cops dude. in the fucking dude, game. At the beginning of the game, you could do that easily. So as soon as you get doing, done doing the whole introductory thing, all you do is drive into the middle of Los Santos, right, where that police station is. Here we go is. again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so legit. The meme, that's, that's where the meme comes from. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, so as soon as you get done doing that, you can literally go to that police department and grab, and ironically enough, it's in the shower for the police department. Mm-hmm. And grab the massive double-sided dildo, or rather, it was a massive dildo, purple, I think, right? It's a purple double-sided dildo. Yeah, yeah. And then that was like your first melee weapon that you could technically get early on and just beat people with it. It was fucking meme. Mind you, I'm... if you probably got beat in real life with a double-sided dildo, I can't imagine that shit would fucking hurt. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't have much experience with dildos, right? But I aren't don't. They supp- well, we could right. act like Vashon or Ernie, or Damon. They might. Yeah, yeah. If anything, guys. By the way, if you're if you're listening, make sure to ask Vashon, Ernie, or Damien on their socials, as we provided previously. You have to go back listening to our first episode of Daily Nights or the second, and ask them. Hey, do you guys know the the viscosity or the the rigidity or Rockwell hardness, as it's actually technically called in machining? Of dildos or double-sided dildos, and if it's enough to bludgeon a human to death. So be sure to pass that along. That, that's our little mm-hmm. homework for you guys tonight. Yeah, 
Yeah, let us know. Because if you don't, I will do some research. For Nia Knight's research purposes, of course. You know, <clears throat> nothing wrong with research, Mike. Nothing wrong no, I, I, you know, it's it, this is the whole point of science. Scientists to better understand the, the, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> yeah, science is in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> science is science should be used to better understand the objective. So this is why you shouldn't beat someone with a double sided dildo or sit yeah. on it. Well, I mean, if you do, that's at your own discretion. So... This is your. <laughs> Remember when this... my body, my choice. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to run that logic? Okay. Okay. We'll we'll see how far that takes you. Right. All of a sudden, they're fucking like busted out. So, uh... my body, my choice. But you all joking take the aside. Vaccine. Because it's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hashtag Transuary Six. Never forget the true insurrection. Mm-hmm. Anyway, never forgetty being... spaghetti. <clears throat> that being said, speaking of trans, did you hear that Disney Plus Star Wars is leaning towards exploring Luke Skywalker's LGBTQ identity? Ah. Uh... <clears throat> So they were trying to throw my man Luke Skywalker into the Alphabet Soup Gang community. Yeah, the Alphabet Mafia, hundred percent. It was it wasn't enough, huh? Apparently not. Apparently they want to they want because because they now don't have what we refer to as the EU, the extended universe, as canon or what's been dubbed legends, right? They want to throw Luke Skywalker as the sacrificial martyr for their LGBTQ BS. You know, the the whole farsity of it all. You know, let's take a pre-existing character who has never shown any signs of LGBTQ, TQ, whatever, re- alphabet mafia related behavior, right? If anything, he's actually shown actual heterosexual behavior because he yeah. kissed his sister and liked it. If anything, Habsburger yeah. jaw, Ohio ex Alabama told you. Yeah. He didn't know that it was his sister, but still he, you know, he put that, that shit in grin on when he got one over on Han. He didn't know that Leia was his sister at the time that had to do more with the writing because Lucas didn't know whether to actually put him as a, the, the brother or not, but, or her as a sister, but still everything about that character, Prior, excluding the EU, shows that he has no, he never had any sort of quote LGBTQ interest. Unless now, if they want to, with that pre established lore, are you saying that incest is now part of the alphabet mafia? I mean, they are called the alphabet mafia. We are calling them the alphabet mafia, right, JB? So that mm-hmm. I is there, so I for incest. So does does that mean we're gonna find a a Skywalker, legit Skywalker in the EU lore with a Habsburger jaw? Just wondering, you know. You know, honestly, I I really wouldn't be surprised at this point with with the way that that current Disney uh Disney Star Wars is because it, it was it it wasn't enough that we had the ridiculous episodes uh the sequel the sequel series, right? Obviously, not not that it has to do with this, just how terrible it was. But it does, it's it's not enough where everything that Hollywood has that has to come out. It's like I, we were talking about yesterday, or even in our personal conversations, as I now like to call it the checkbox syndrome. Why? 
it it's it's unnecessary and like you said even in you know probably mm. most most current star wars fans right don't even probably either know that there's legends or books that that pre that pre-existed right that that pre-existed uh long ago that was that was a term like you said to be legends but that's even, the thing. Even in the movies, Luke Skywalker, like you said, he showed no interest of that he was that he would had an interest in and in any other man of uh of being like sexually attracted to them. Right? You could obviously in the movie he was, you know, he kinda had a thing for uh, Leia, then finds out that is that's his sister. Which that is normal for a man to be attracted to a woman. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden the attraction disappears when he finds out that it's his sister. But going for just to go back to what you're saying, no, I, I don't think that's even like remotely a justifiable reason because if you're a fan, a fan of Star Wars, a legitimate fan and not one of these normies that hops on the bandwagon, right, when something popular in the cultural zeitgeist manages to catch on and you stick with the property beforehand and it continues to do so afterwards right until they fucking you know lose your justifiably lose your dedication as a fan i i don't really buy into that whole thing that they don't know right because dude i'm a huge i was a huge star wars fan i say was is the key word because honestly modern star wars especially under the disney banner is for the most part complete shit and i mean utter complete shit you have the exception of maybe season one of mandalorian part of season two of mandalorian anything the the power rangers and yeah legit the the (laughs) the book of uh, the book of dumbafet yeah yeah so everything everything afterwards is complete garbage and so much so that literally you can look this up right now the execs over at Disney view Star Wars as a broken brand or damaged brand. And they have no one else to blame but themselves. They're going to try to use whatever media propaganda engine, right, to blame the hardcore fans when it's actually the hardcore fans that can fix your fucking problems. Okay? A hundred percent. The fans that were around during the EU stuff prior to the whole Disney shit are the ones who can fix your problems. Okay? What they've given us is complete, absolute trash. And I wish... I really wish Dr. Vanish was here right now to talk about it because not only would he fucking rag on them, but he can offer succinct solutions to fix the sequel trilogies while maintaining the story at which they were trying to tell. Okay, and that 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 ladies and gentlemen that are listening is a true fan right mm-hmm. there. So, give your love to Dr. Vanish if like I said, exactly. By this time when we're recording, you know his Twitter, you know his Instagram and so forth. Yeah. Drop those hearts for him, okay? Yep. He's a true he's a top, he's a person that has a true Star Wars and Marvel fan <clears throat> from like the books, the comic books. And he loves Morbius too. You can't forget about Morbius, Mike. Yes, yeah, send him. He loves that movie. Send him those It's Morbin Time memes. Yeah. It really brightens up his day when you guys do that. A hundred percent. Like he 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 told me the other day that 
honestly, after the last time you guys sent those Morbin time memes, he he was actually feeling pretty down, and those Morbin time memes really elevated his spirit. So please mm-hmm. send those as well as those hearts. He's gonna fucking beat us. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get an angry message the next day. He's like, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be the opposite of the whole training day meme where it's like Denzel Washington saying, my nigga. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be my nigga. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you tell people? Why do I have all these Morbius memes? Why is some Romanian chick offered to marry me? No, nah, anyway. <laughs> nah, they yeah. got their own problems. Hashtag free Andrew Tate. Oh, wrong. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was totally not on purpose. But I'm glad you caught that. I'm glad you caught that. Has, but yeah, hashtag top G, hashtag brown Bugatti, hashtag what colors your Bugatti. <laughs> and I don't even like. I again, like I said in the past, I'm not a fan of the guy. I have nothing against the guy, but I'm not a fan of the guy. But I do appreciate what he's. Like, I would inspired. say out of all the quote, you know, and and we hate, uh, you know. You and I, we don't we don't like how the the, the term influencer is coined. In, in I fucking our, hate in that society, word. Yes, go right? on. Yes, yes. But for someone <laughs> of a character as Andrew Tate, who is trying to inspire men out there to actually be men, biological men, go to gym, work out, uh, support your family, uh, get get a good wife. Don't be a simp. Right. Make children with a good wife. Be a man. Be a provider. Protector. Be strong. Right, he's definitely more of a positive influencer, right? Than I could say than any of these uh quote um current uh Marvel uh superheroes. And I'm not saying that kids can't look up to superheroes. I mean, they right? should have a reason to look up to superheroes. Yeah, you sh- exactly. Yeah. You should have a reason to look up to it. But if you if we had to compare someone of like uh an Andrew Tate versus or current Disney, Marvel, or Star Wars is. I'm sorry. I'll make my kids watch his funny ass videos and his inspirational videos. And I'm like, take what you take what he's saying, and then think about it critically and develop your own sense after that. Well, here's you the know? thing: there is nothing that exists in current Marvel or current, or we'll say current Marvel D, uh, Disney or current Star Wars Disney that I will be like, hey, that is a popular role uh, with the exception of maybe the mandalorian but that's with a that's probably the only a question mark but that's 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 a very question mark because that that reinforces kind of a negative behavior of like oh we it's okay to abandon your kids because maybe some stranger is going to raise them that that's the kind of thing that i get from mandalorian which is kind of sad to say right but still like overall the mandalorian is doing a positive thing but there is that negative aspect to it you could if say you Pedro Pascal is is he's playing the role of being two stepdads in different. He's the daddy. Universe. No, remember he said, "Daddy's a state of being." He, you know, he's yep. the daddy. He's a, he's a daddy in Last of Us. I haven't even watched the fucking. Last, I don't even like the Last of Us. Like we're talking like the the franchise in general. I think it's a mediocre game series, to be honest. Oh my um, god, Mike, you're gonna trigger them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Tell me what the fuck does that game do objectively? Tell me what the fuck does that game do objectively that is so revolutionary? Okay? The only reason why that game fucking succeeds is because of its fucking the way it delivers its story. That is it. Okay? That is 
fucking it. Mm-hmm. And it fucking drops the ball in part two. Like I played part of part one and I just, I play games yeah. mostly for their mechanics, right? If a game does not engross me enough with their mechanics, I am not going to fucking it stick with it. It had a very base mechanic. The only good part, like everything said, was at base. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it wasn't bad. I'm, I'm not saying the game was bad, but the game didn't fucking evolve either. It wasn't like, it wasn't revolutionary pretty much. No, not at, at least all. At least it should have been at the quote PlayStation 3 uh, with the, times. With the praise that that game was getting. Oh, this game is so fantastic. I was at fucking tears when I was fucking playing this game. Oh my God. Right? No, the game was not fucking worth the tears. What? You haven't fucking, have you not seen have The you- Walking Dead? Have you Let's not played any of the post-apocalyptic world or even a television show or the movie? The same year that game came out, Telltale's The Walking Dead came out. Came out. Mm-hmm. Season one. Okay? Oh, if we're going to be judging... gold. I'm not done. If we're talking about... Again, this is my rant time. If, before we get to your <laughs> rant time. <laughs> if, we're <Well>. t- <laughs> if we're talking about a game... That is supposed to really drag and pull on your heartstrings from a narrative standpoint. Telltale Season 1 did a better fucking job of Walking Dead. Season 1 did a better fucking job than The Last of Us did. Okay? You can even objectively measure the emotional response people had to Telltale Season 1. Full-grown men crying at that scene with Lee Everett and Clementine. Dude, like, I wasn't one of them, but still. Like, I know people who were. Like, legit crying and bawling at that scene. Same people who never cried whatsoever with The Last of Us. <clears throat> that's my that's the end of my rant, so. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. This, the telltale story of... Of The Walking Dead with Clementine was a very like one of those like you don't even like have to cry, but it's it's definitely one of those um games where it pulls on your heartstring. And remember because you're I mean, yes, you are also playing as a character in the Last of Us game, but the way that the Walking Dead uh the Telltale's game with Clementine, the way that pulled on your heartstrings, it pulled on your heartstrings a lot better than it did with the last of us when joel was holding his daughter uh his daughter sarah after she was shot by the military <clears throat> for potentially being infected right and that, which shows see, you how much you can trust government hashtag january 6th anyway. i mean you can't yeah hashtag never yeah. you can't but <laughs> still forgetting. okay so if we're going to compare those two scenes right Let, mm-hmm. let's look at those two scenes right that happens at the beginning of the game right and then what happens with clementine and lee happens at the end of the 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 first season right there's this growth and this development all that the writers are doing in the last of us are trying to basically formulaically say hey this is his daughter she's going to die now it it kind of objectifies her unlike what happens in the last uh walking dead season one right or telltale walking dead season one this is his daughter her death is going to be a plot point that you're going to explore later. It is so formula. It's kind of what we talked about off the air about formula and scripting, right? Everything is better, or for the most part, when it's natural and not formulaic and scripted. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, The Last of Us is the the latter. It is the scripted experience, right? To the point where anyone who understands storytelling, right, will be able to see from a mile away, I see what they're doing. They're trying to pull the emotional heartstrings, unlike the uh, Walking Dead season one. Like, you, they kind of had that fake out, which is what, like, for some people, like, we're like, all right, Lee got bit, but he cut off his limb, and he seemed fine. But nope, I guess they cut off the limb at the last, a little too late. And so now he uh, he's going to turn. And then, boom, you're stuck. You know, spoilers for a game that came out fucking, what, almost 10 years ago? Uh, <clears throat> what, eight years ago? Or no? No, no it, was it, a lot. It, was, it was about at least 10 years ago. No, no, 20, uh, tw- it came out in 2000. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Over 10 years ago. Uh, what, for, what is it now? Uh, 2008, 2018, 2023, uh, what, 14 years ago the game came out? Yeah. So, spoilers for a game that came out 14 years ago, right? They had that fake-out moment where you didn't think, you're like, oh, Lee's fine. Okay, this other person sacrificed himself, maybe. And then, boom. Nope, up, oh, Lee's fucked. You're like, I wasn't expecting that, man. No, nah, don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. It, it happens right at the end. Obviously, you know, if you just even know what happens, you don't even have to know what happens in a Walking Dead universe to know that people... <clears throat> are obviously going to die. Loved ones are going to die. Your favorite character that you might be infatuated is going to potentially get the axe or the baseball bat that Glenn got by Negan. (laughs) Right? Maggie. (laughs) Maggie. Dude, I I don't want to go on a rant about Negan. Well, not not a not a bad rant. It would just be more of a meme rant because he was just so funny in season seven. That that's just made it like doable for me to watch that entire season well, Negan, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan's humor <laughs> well Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fucking phenomenal as Negan I, I thought he didn't he, uh, granted I'll say he doesn't look like Negan not in the least bit but at least what he delivered was satisfactory for anyone looking for a Negan with that type of charisma right or that type of characterization you, they did a good job I don't know what happened afterwards, especially because, like, I, I, again, after a couple seasons, I drifted from the um, Walking Dead, but I always came back to watch the comic book scenes that people told me, like, oh, it was almost, like, straight from the comics. Almost. Because there are certain things that happened which weren't exact one for one, right? And I'm all about, when it comes to adaptations, give me straight from the comic book. Oh, it's funny. I was watching a um, I was watching a couple people's reactions, right? When it came to uh, when it came to the the Last of Us show, right? It's funny. This is almost going to be like a Last of Us Part Two episode. But <laughs> hey, fuck dude, this is hands. uh, but this is actually an important. This is actually this is actually a fun little discussion because this will kind of re we're kind of reinforced in our audience when it comes to. When you when you make a live adaption off an IP that was originally based upon, it rather irregardless if it was a video game, a comic, or a novel, right? You should stick to the source material because the whole point is if I read a book and I read Harry Potter, right? When it first came out, I read the books, super excited for the first movie came out, right? And as later movies got I got got there there were a couple of things in gobble fire that didn't match in the books that they changed a little bit 
but overall the entire movie franchise was a, was very successful right it was How... very close a very very close to the um the source material of jk rowling's uh books well, first right. off, the thing I have to say is, how dare you bring up a bigot, transphobic, homophobic, <laughs> sexist, and racist individual like J.K. Rowling? Like, OMG. How could, I can't even – this OMG, podcast me, is uh, done flick, right now. Let me flick my, uh, <laughs> my short blue hair. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, these people, they're, they're fucking – and the funny thing is, like, we brought this up last night, right? They are ravenous for her works as much as they want to hate her, right? Because they're programmed to be like, oh, if my friend says I got to hate her, I got to hate her when I secretly have to like her. When secretly her their friend also fucking likes them too, uh, f- fucking likes her works as well, right? Or they could just it, play the game because you like it. Who cares what your friend thinks? Yeah, just fucking play it. You want to, you don't have to, like... Just play the game because you like you, and if your friend likes it or not, like it's not a big deal. And that's the thing, like if you Stop are truly caring, people. yeah, like if you truly care about like this this quote boycotting thing, right? Of Hogwarts Legacy, which by the way, it's the dumbest fucking thing. It backfired so fucking hard. Like I said, one point one million people last night. Uh, what, like, like, do you really care about it? Like, there's there's a difference for like this woman has posted innocuous and actually beneficial things towards women right Mm -hmm. like legit she posted like i don't like to summarize it i don't think a biological male who raped two women should be put in prison with all women because guess what he's gonna fucking do it's like a fucking it's like putting jeffrey dahmer in a buffet full of ass okay Mm -hmm. he's gonna fucking eat that shit like he's it's going out of style yeah and so is that fucking in his head he may think he's a woman. That doesn't matter. It, it's it probably, a biological it, man at the end of the day. Let's be honest, though, JB. It's fucking Europe, though. Let's be honest. It's in yeah. Scotland that this occurred, right? In I'm Europe. Yeah, it's in Europe that this occurred, not the U.S., right? Which I would be surprised if it did occur in the U.S., but still, it occurred in Scotland. Of course, they're super fucking lax with that shit. Let's, let's not even fucking pull hairs at this point. Mm-hmm. It's crazy if you think about now ask your question when it comes to source material versus things that when they try when they use an existing IP to ex to, they use an existing IP to expand upon a story of mm-hmm. a uh, quote insert universe so we'll just talk about the last of us. Okay. There's people's reactions when it came to, especially the big reaction to the last of us episode three, called the sus of us. Right. <laughs> and I think a lot of it was misconstrued that supposedly, yes, we do have people in our society that are very, very old conservative, super conservative, that they do not like people that are gay, lesbian, part of the other alphabet soup made up soup people right they don't like it and and if they don't like that they don't like it just it's just the same way that 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 the left don't like the right and the right don't like the left you know it's it's, it's the same shit oh that that devolves into tribalism so, but yeah but yeah well that that's essentially kind of where we're heading <clears throat> right now 
Mm-hmm. Um, but so basically, from a brief moment in last of us episode three, they expanded on Bill's. Uh, they, the episode pretty much expanded on Bill's story, but which you knew in the game, it was alluded that Bill had a partner in the past, which was Frank. But Frank was never in the game. No, he was because in, he... in the game, he was already gone. Like they had yeah. a falling out. And even in the game, Bill was kind of Bill was a badass. So what they changed in episode three after they left um, Bill's compound, Bill left with them. And last was episode three. By the time Joel and Ellie got there, they both already committed suicide because Frank had uh, this. Uh, he had like some kind of terminal disease or something. It was Bill. Bill had the terminal disease, right? No, no, it was Frank. Oh, okay. I um, Frank. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, so he had the he had the terminal disease. Frank, you know, after they have they after they both lived together for about wow, like fourteen, fifteen years at least, right? He got tired of Bill wanting care of him. So he said, punch a bunch of pills in a bottle and a wine bottle. I'm going to drink it. And, you know, Frank is crying. Uh, Bill is crying because, you know, at this point, take away the whole, like, whether you're gay or not. When you're someone in your love with asks you to, like, pretty much assist to kill themselves because they're terminally ill. That's a lot mm-hmm. for someone to do. Right. Like, irregardless of whatever their sexual orientation is. Well, I mean, you right. also, if you it, want to complicate t- religion choice. as well, mm-hmm. because if it's yeah. certain reli- denominations of religion, that's a no go. Like, oh, yeah. as as painful as it is, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you said, if we actually included religion, it'd be a lot more. That we had to divulge uh, more into that because, you know, well, I guess in the post-apocalyptic world, you know, there are people that still go to religion for some type of hope, right? Which is yep. fine. Which is why Marxists were against religion. They were mm-hmm. fine with religion to utilize it against the whoever they were trying to utilize it against. But as soon as they sought power and achieved power, the religion became taboo because religion, like you said, is a source of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like I'm, I'm only going to use it when it benefits me. When it does, I'm going to kick it to the side. Yep, same thing with when it comes to firearms. Marxists love guns. They they love them, but they love them as long as they're the only ones who have them. Yeah. Rules well, you for were saying me, not for about, everyone else. But yeah. Exactly, of the about the episode. So, the end of it, like towards the end of it cuz honestly, it was literally almost about a 50-minute episode of their relationship. Personally, me, I you didn't need to really divulge more 50 minutes of an episode. <laughs> between bill and frank you could have gave it some time sure but if i had to do a comparison from that episode versus the game there was a lot of interactions where joel and ellie are when you're playing the game of them going to bill's compound mm-hmm. his his compound that he built because oh, the I episode yeah. bill starts off as like he's like this i guess they coined him to be a super conservative or a libertarian and he sets up this whole compound. You know, he's kind of like one of those like, end of the world survivalists. A prepper. A and guns, again, I have I have my own I have my own like propaganda theories about that. But yeah, yeah go on. he's one of those like big preppers, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, you play the game, you know, 
like and then the show it expands on that a bit like it's awesome you see he set up this compound and like he's this big time prepper and he know what he's doing he set up electric fences building vegetable farms like this guy is set like he's set by himself in this compound eventually meets frank yada 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 they get together right and for people that said oh i didn't know they were gay well if you played the game it was already alluded that he was that he was that he engaged in on a homosexual he was a homosexual from the game How, you knew wait, that what, if you played in, the game in what way in what way because I, I there was so it was it was just dialogue it was very short. It was very short dialogue. So by the time when you're playing the game, by the time that Joel and Ellie get to where uh, Bill's compound is, there's like this dialogue where he basically is like, "Yeah, man, this guy Frank, we had a falling out, and he kind of just ran off and left, and he's kind of angry about it and stuff like that." And then it kind of cuts off. It's very small dialogue. So it was it was alluded. You knew that he was ready. Um, technically, he was gay. Okay. Right, but it was a very small moment in the game, though. Right, I was like, okay, that's fine, and then then it get, then it moves on to like them driving away from all the um from the Michael uh Michael synth. I think of that new magic card now. Uh, but I've been calling them the fungus people. The cordyceps. Cordyceps, yes. I was thinking of Michael synth, that new Michael synth card from Frexia. Probably um, functions in the same way. Oh no, it's like birthing pod, but for spells. Oh, okay, never mind. But um, so people were upset because the episode was uh they 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 alluded that all oh, people were hating they were gay. No, it's not that we were hating on the episode that it was gay. It's that I didn't need a whole episode on their entire romance. And if you know what Hollywood is doing. You cannot tell me that is not was a checkbox episode. Cannot tell me that. Even though he was, we knew the character was already gay. If you played the game, right? To expand on that entirely, this is the point where it's um, where now where where we where we are like, this is the source material, and I want the source material to be exactly almost ad- adapted to if they're doing a real a live action show. Right, because there was a lot they cut out, and supposedly when they did report to that, that episode was deemed to be two hours long, of just Bill, of Bill and Frank. Well, here's the thing: just like, about also, that. like there is no confirmation in the game that Bill died. Like, there's no allusion to the fact that Bill died either. He just wasn't around. And as yeah. far as I know, with the first part of that game, it's assumed that he's still alive. But the way, apparently, from what you're describing for crushing oh, the pills and Frank. all that, uh, sorry, Frank. Sorry, not Bill. Frank. What? No, hold on. Let me let me pull this up. I think it was Bill. Bill's a guy. Frank is. If you watch the episode, he's a guy. In, he's a guy and finds in a hole. So no, Bill. Bill is the no. Bill's the one who. It's it's Frank who's dead. I'm looking at I it right now. I just mixed yeah. So it's no. So it's it's Bill who's the one who survives, and in the game. There's no evidence that Bill's dead. After your interaction with him in the game, you don't see him dead whatsoever. Right? It's Sorry assumed for the that, audience. I got the names mixed up. It's assumed, yeah, it, it, it happens. It, yeah. It, it's assumed that Bill is still alive and that Frank is is gone, essentially, mm-hmm. or dead. Yeah, because in the game he then the game he he just leaves. He leaves he leaves uh he leaves his compound. 
Yeah, and you you see that guy with the Hawaiian shirt dead on the ground, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I just want... No, no, you're fine. I'm glad you clarified it because that's important. Yeah. We're trying to be good on clarification. Sometimes I mess up, and that's where we. I mean, benefit but honestly, that that's a testament of the fucking like if. If the names are interchangeable and there's no investment in the characters, you're it, it kind of shows like okay, you don't care about these characters, but that's not your fault. It's the fact that the people who are providing you with the story haven't given you a reason to care about these characters. Because yeah. if you right? play, because when I watch this show, I'm I'm trying to picture what I mind. It's been a couple of years since I played the game. I I'm gonna end up doing a replay of the first game, right? So then I could do more of an in my my own in in-depth analysis at the end when the show is done. I can tell you right now, I'm going to say you right now, Pedro Pascal, he's holding up that show. Yeah, no, from I what mean, I hear right from... now, he's holding up that show and the show's going to die when The Last of Us 2 comes out, the, sh- the, the t- live action show, because of the whole uh, um, oh, jeez, uh, what the hell is her name? Oh, uh, uh, oh, fuck, I remember Laura Bailey played her character, Annie, right, or something like that? Or yeah, fucking, bi- fucking big bitch. So I call her. Uh, I'll find out. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. Yeah, right now, Pedro Pascal, great actor. He's a, you know, he's the, what do you call him? The, the dad in all the universes. He's the, he's the Uber <laughs> daddy. Yeah. He's the Uber daddy. He takes care of all the children. So. When you do a comparison of video game of the video game and the show, I'm looking for like almost exactly things that happened in the game. Or if you're gonna expand on something, expand on something that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna um kind of make the story go forward. Right? I'm not saying that I didn't need a whole fifty minute episode on Bill and Frank. Like you could have gave me like like me okay, you could have give us a few minutes, ten minutes, sure. But there was problem with that episode was there was so much you cut out from Abby, the game? Abby, Abby, yes, Jesus. Yeah, sir, I right. knew it was a, I knew it was a fucking A. I was like Allie or something. Yeah, it was that, like, good. A lot of people are speculating that, but the Abby is going to that moment you find out is going to essentially just ruin the entire show. Well, here's another thing from what uh, Neil Cuckman said. <laughs> so from what Neil Cuckman said, they from what's been alluded. They might make Last of Us Part 2, whatever season it is, into a multi-parter. I wonder why, maybe. Hmm. Could it be that you're trying to milk as much as Pedro Pascal out of the story as much as possible without trying to change the source material? I'm not saying that's the reason, but evidence would heavily lean towards such a conclusion. Yeah. Okay. Please, you can't. Exactly. That's definitely a big that's definitely a big um a variable of what you say into it. And the whole thing um the whole thing of um Abby's character and which and basically this is not a spoiler if you played the game, but she basically kill she basically fucking mercs Joel right in the she beginning. She kills him. There's no don't sugarcoat yeah. it. She fucking No, I, that's why I said mercs. Yeah. She, she fucking straight up kills him. <laughs> murders him with a golf club. We're not talking like one shot dead with a gun. No, she oh. literally beats him. Not just right that in after front of Ellie. After shooting him in his kneecaps with a shotgun. And mind you, Joel went out of his way to help her. 
if you yes. played the game in the beginning, do you start the game off as Abby? And you're thinking, okay, it's a new character. She's kind of a brawly, she's kind of a brawly girl, right? I told you in the beginning, I thought she was trans. I'm like, okay, here we go. Check boxes. Okay, playing the game. <laughs> right? You know they're going to cast a trans person to play. You definitely know. Oh, yeah. A quote trans person. And it's going to be praised by fucking Hollywood. This is such a riveting thing in Hollywood. This is the thing we've been waiting for all our lives. Waiting to see a guy dressed as a chick to beat another guy who's supposed to be hetero. It's supposed to smash the patriarchy. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I can tell you because that scene in the beginning, that's really the first part of the game entirely. That's probably about maybe the first, like, that's like the first mission, essentially. Because in the game you play, last was one you play. You mainly play as Joel, and you had a few Ellie scenes. You played the DLC. You did the scenes with Ellie and her friend, who she kind of had a thing for. That spoiler: Ellie's a lesbian. You are you know that if you played the games, right? That's fine. Whatever. Right. And last of us two. Uh, you play as Abby. Abby is kind of like from a mechanical base. She the game evolved mechanically. There was better mechanics from the first, from the second game, from the first game. But when you play as Abby, she, you can tell like she's kind of like that big character, so she can do a lot of the, the more muscular things that Joel had to do in Last of Us One. So that whole scene between Abby killing uh, Joel, that happens right in the beginning, and I can tell you right now that's already deterring a lot of people right now because it's already confirmed they're doing the they've already started or doing the Last of Us Part Two the 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 video game Part Two they already confirmed that they're doing the, the live action show and yeah, that's I'm... people's main concern. Cause that whole, I can tell you that the game the game mechanically base up a minor upgrade from the first one. Okay, cool, whatever, right? As a from a story, no, nah, it was. It was, it was fucking dog water shit. <laughs> it was. I, I stopped after one. One. So I didn't play all of one because, like I said, when I play a game, I don't want just a good story. I can get a good story from a variety of different mediums, that a variety of different games that tell a Star story. Star Wars Extended Universe. Well, not just that, but also – well, yeah, but uh, – I'm trying to make a meme because I shared this meme on Twitter. So okay. about um, – you'll see it. A pink hair, okay. Luke Skywalker. So, my philosophy is: if you, what a good game should do, if it's looking to tell a story, is incorporate its mechanics into the story. Yep. Right. And there are a plethora of games out there that already do that same exact thing. Whether it be something, even though I'm not a fan of The Witcher anymore because of the whole plagiarizing thing with Andre Sapkowski and Michael Moorcock and the Elric saga. Right. Folks, do your research. Look it up. It's out there. The Geralt is just a, a poor man's copy. Fucking, we're talking like a national liquidator version of fucking Elric, okay. And there are games out there su as such that deliver on the whole telling a game while also giving a game better than The Last of Us. Interesting question. Yeah. Why is there a picture of Spider-Man? Oh, wow. It's, it's Twitter. Why is there a picture oh. of Spider-Man? I haven't the slightest idea. Uh, next question. Go ahead. So now, do you think <laughs> The Last of Us, yeah. as from if they change the mechanic to what they did in the Telltale games? Like, it was more story-driven. Like I think it was a lot I of think... story detail. It's the same story, right? Same story. 
I think it would serve it better. I think something yeah. like the Telltale games, I think the mechanics that, as simplistic as they were, are more conducive to the type of story that because it was meant to the tell Last of Us. That's yeah, that that's why the mechanics are so simple, and why they're so like you know Twitch based or I, I say Twitch based with an asterisk because of the fact that you don't really you could be fucking half in the bag and you could still play that the Walking Dead game competently. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah. It's the, the Telltale games were more or less to try to in, indulge you into the story of it. When obviously, because yeah. you're playing the game, so they got to give you a very base, minor mechanic to use. But it's also it's also Naughty Dog. Like, mm-hmm. Naughty Dog, they're, they're trying to find an excuse to be like, oh, um, yes, we need this massive budget because of X, Y, and Z reason, when it's yeah. not justifiable. Yeah, you had a really two-hour episode on Bill and Frank previously. Which, which is probably is, going to be included in the DVD version when that comes out. Yeah, probably. You're, without a doubt. Come on. Not, like, not even I, a probably, but most likely. Yeah. yeah. I, I really didn't need. And it's not because, yeah, a lot of people are going to say there was, there are people saying that the whole Bill and Frank thing, it was too much. To me, and it, I, was, it was too much. And, it's, and here's has, the thing. It has that thing from a, like a homosexuality. It's the thing that actually we talked about before unnecessary like sexual scenes in movies especially in and, art. He, and here's the thing i know a lot of normies and i mean a lot of normies who wa- had never played the last of us games right and they wound up watching episode three they watch episode one they're like oh episode one was really good they really liked episode one episode two oh yeah i thought episode two was pretty good too and then episode three comes around i already know what the episode was and they're like I didn't really like episode three. Uh, yeah, they didn't say why, but they're like, eh, I didn't really like it. Right? They're afraid to say why. That's why. And exactly. episode three is yeah. being touted as the best episode. Yeah. yeah. Give me a it's fucking touted break. as the best from the people who are fucking working on it because they need to make sure that they have a job next season. Okay. Yep. That's why they're saying it's the best one. It's not. And so, like, and I have some people who are like, I don't know if I'm going to go watch episode four. If especially like episode three really put a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths, yep. and these are people and. You know, not going to say who, but these are people who I know who are in support of LGBT uh, alphabet mafia like stuff or rights and so forth. Right. And they're Mm -hmm. still saying that episode is bad. So when you have people on your own side saying the episode's bad, but they don't want to tell you why it's bad. Right. What does that really think about? Yeah, exactly. Think think about what the message of that episode says, because you have to really think about what Hollywood is currently doing. When it comes to the entertainment media of, of movies and television shows and make it they're not even making anything. They're just taking here's a here's a popular IP. Let let's let's add check boxes to it. Let's add let's add X, Y, and Z that are not related. And let's give you dog water shit, Resident Evil Netflix show. I have to share on that because it was so or, hold on. Thing. Didn't I say a while ago that superhero movies were on the out and that potentially potentially, I didn't say it was definitely, but potentially that uh, video game adaptations might be the next superhero movies, potentially. And now mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot of super, uh, video game adaptations. Um, but I was told that that wouldn't happen for another 10 to 15 years. Um, it's only been pretty much maybe less than a year since I made that prediction. Um, Our Morbid Time good friend would know that. <laughs> I, I, I could have swore, like, we have The Last of Us coming out. We have, what else? We have uh, more, you know, We had Sonic come out. 
you know, Sonic, I, I'm not, so I oh, don't know Sonic, much about no. Sonic. Sonic was not bad. Sonic was entertaining. I'm not, I'm uh, yeah, not ragging. Say, I'm just Sonic saying. Sonic was entertaining. I'm saying on the level of adaptations coming out, right? Uh, we have so, more and more game adaptations coming out than anything. So, like you said, because they realize, like you said, the superheroes are going out the way right now. Um, we got, we were promised a Halo TV show after, like, after. When fifteen years of waiting for a Halo TV live action live adaption show, it was dog shit. I've only seen the first episode. I'm like, nah, I dropped that immediately. I saw the first and the last episode. That's all I needed to see. Both yep. were absolute garbage. It was it was dog shit. Um, I can say right now, I am still overall enjoying The Last of Us. Still, right now, okay, obviously, yeah. the only episode that really stuck close to the source film is the first episode. Right now. Okay. Um, episode four introduced kind of these new characters, this new rebellion group with a woman named Kathleen, who now a lot of people are saying that there is a meme saying, "Oh, look, here's this woman, Kathleen. She's supposed to she's she's a leader of this rebellious group, right? She's got she's wearing she has a she has a sidearm, right? But she's wearing no body armor. She's telling these other men what to do." That are wearing body armor and carrying assault rifles, what to do? So tell me that doesn't kind of check a box right there. Yeah, because you need to have the strong. It's what I was yeah. talking with certain someone earlier. And this tonight. is new characters, by the way. This this it's, is this wasn't in the game, by the way. No, and they're going to get further away from the source. It's it's what I keep telling you. It's the same problem with Spider Man, No Way Home, Far From Home. Which one was it? The last the, one. Yeah, the with the three Spider Men and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. Thank you. They are going to nostalgia bait the shit out of you. They're going to give you one, in this case, an episode or two with something quasi-similar to what you know as a fan. Then as soon as they know, because they understand, okay, give them That's maybe a couple episodes. The episode. They got us with the first episode. Yeah, get I you with the you, first episode. I, I was surprisingly that they sucked almost identical to the source. I was like, oh shit, if this keeps on, this is going to be amazing. And that's why, why I told you when we when we did the Daily Nights episode, I said, it's good so far. From I, and I judged did the I, entire show as a per episode base. And pr- prior to, did I not tell you, like, wait until the whole thing comes out? I yep. said, don't wait. And I even said, like, after episode two came out, I remember you were like, oh, episode two, like, yeah, they deviated a little bit, but overall they were still faithful. I was like, I was like, in our group chat, it says, yeah, ep- from what I hear, episode three is supposed to deviate from the source material a lot, right? Yeah. And you're like, That's I'll awesome. judge it when I see it. 100% valid. I totally get it. I, I you know, respect you entirely for it. But oh, yeah, if, no, I like, willing, you, if I was willing, if I was willing to wager on that. Calls, I, I trust you, by the way. You make judgment calls. I, I like appreciate that, it. I appreciate it. I trust it. I'm like, okay. I, you know, so I kind of already had a pre-existing notion when watching an episode. I'm like, all right, what are they going to do? Like, I was kind of waiting for it, you know, and I don't, it wasn't a spoiler thing, but when you made the judgment call, I was like, yeah, I definitely believe you. If they, if they said. I didn't even that, make a judgment call. I just it. said they were going to deviate from the source material. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Right. There was even rumors that uh, in the beginning from episode one, that Sarah was not going to die. That was a bait and switch, which yeah. honestly, a lot of people got pissed about. A lot of people, I think there was actually a, a moment they couldn't do anything about it, but I think a lot of people were pissed off and they were actually threatening to sue them because they were actually hoping Sarah would survive. 
Yeah, all because she's a color, she's a she's a colored character skin, and you know we can only have white people that that could only die, while the other that, brown that was, and black people but are again, the ones that, that live. That and just no, goes these, to these show were another checkbox. Yeah, these were existing notions that people were saying. I'm like, so regardless if the game came out right and you played, and Sarah in the game was either someone who was brown skinned or dark skinned or white skinned. In the in a live action show, she should be almost identical with the same skin tone, and from the game, she died, and in the movie, in the TV show, she died the same way, yeah. Yeah. regardless of pigment of skin. And honestly, uh, the, see, I'm I'm one of the rare few that are uh, adaptation absolutist. Give me the exact adaptation. I have nothing against the actress who played Sarah in in this show, oh, yeah. but I'm just an She's adaptation. a great actress. I actually like look. I, She's so far. She's. She I have no like idea what else. Actress. I don't yeah. know what else she's been in, so I can't say. This but, is just from like Wikipedia, but mind you, it's Wikipedia, so. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt and a few shots of tequila, but I'm an I'm an adaptation absolutist, so I want to see when I see Sarah die, I want to see the exact like Sarah dying in that scene with Pedro Pascal crying or. You know, they could even like get away with Pedro Pascal if they gave him a little bit more facial hair. That and that just costs more money in prosthetics. I mean, if you're making Corgiuset people, can't you just you know, like give him put a little bit more effort in giving him a fucking beard? Yeah, you know they probably. Oh, well, I, I did watch a video when they were making the Corgiusets. They did put a lot of effort, so I want to assume a lot of their budget was for the uh, Corgiuseps. Uh, oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, it was a lot of the whole Corgiuseps, and especially in episode four with the action team, they went to uh, think about Pittsburgh. Think about all the daddy simps they would have gotten if they gave Pedro Pascal the Joel Miller Last of Us beard, the full beard and everything, with a little bit of like the salt and pepper at the chin, right? Mm-hmm. You would have had fucking daddy, mommy, fucking auntie, uncle simps lining up the fucking door for him already. It would have been even more than what you got right now. Mhm. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I can tell you before. Right now, he's hold he he's holding up that show until right until now. next season. But yes, until yeah, he's holding the show. <laughs> once part he, two of next season. Part two of next season. Once he doesn't deliver Ellie over to the Fireflies, right? He's gotta go. He's gotta go save Grogu, right? And go do Grogu things with the Mandalorian. <laughs> then when he's done, he's gonna time travel back to the Last of Us Two. To get beat by big old bitch Abby. Who's going to be beat like by said, some sort of transgender bodybuilder or some shit? Yeah, no. In the game, she's she's not even... you. In the beginning, it was kind of alluded because the way that she looked. But in the game, you finally it's Hollywood, some backstory. No, I know. Yeah. So, but in the game, she's just a big brawl woman because she, well, she was working out um, in the uh, military Frederick building. They had like a whole gym. So she just got yeah. big. Yeah, she's she she she's for a woman. She got big, but her proportions were fucking huge. Like, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. You made this yeah. woman like fucking huge, like, like we're talking like almost like China wrestler huge, like the wrestler China. From I say bigger from what I saw, right? Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, right? She looked bigger than that. Kinda, yeah. Kind of had, and then you're gonna have oh god, I know you didn't play The Last of Us through the game, but there's that there's that cringe sex scene. <laughs> With Abby that, and that's, her ex-boyfriend. That's, that's, oh, more Neil Dr- that's more Neil Druckmann fucking power fantasy shit that he puts into his work. It's yeah. fucking disgusting. It just goes to show you how perverted I, these fuckers are in Hollywood. I don't need 
I don't need those scenes in the game or in Well, the guess what? You're going to get more of them so long as these people are still making this fucking shit and people are still funneling their dollars at it simply because mm-hmm. they, they want to feel either they're, they're part of the FOMO group. You know, they don't want to be FOMO'd, as you say. Exactly. They don't, they don't want to miss out. Yeah. It's like, you can make a live adaption show. Go right ahead. But just do it right to the source material. Right? Or at least if you're going to try to expand on, some, on, on expand on the story... At least expand it where it matter, where it kind of matters, where it's gonna elevate the story, right? The whole character between the, between the relationship of Bill and Frank, that was a pre-existing notion in the in the game. Because by the, like you said, by the time you get there to his compound, his little compound built that he built, right? Um, Frank is there. Bill is gone. He left. Like you said, there was no notion that he was dead or alive. He just left. Yeah, he's gone. Right? You don't. So you don't know what happened. In the in the TV show, they both committed a uh, suicide. It's insinuated that it's suicide because you have, from what I remember hearing from people who watched it, right? Like, oh, like he talked about the radio and how he hated certain types of music from an era or some shit like that, and how like at those the like the those signals that Joel used to like yeah, and like in his book he had like this this era means this, and all of a sudden on the radio you hear this type of music playing, which is supposed to signify that Bill is dead. You know, or Bill is like in trouble or something. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, a lot of that was even pre uh, pre existing. The game it was it was it was it was kind of cool, right? Because that's how they that's how they did like trades when he was doing the trades for the for like the, oh I don't know if it was Vicodin or some other pain pills that Joe was trading with that right. Fedra guy for for the um, <clears throat> for the commie dollars, right? Commie dollars, I love it. Yes. <laughs> So I had uh, the problem is so they both and honestly and it was sad and not from like just a, like I said you throw out did not include sexual orientation he was sad for a couple to make a tough choice like that and obviously you're not gonna have once uh once Bill goes why would Frank obviously he didn't want to you know he didn't want to live on without his partner right and. It's one of those things like I don't know if you can blame him or not, but they eventually both made a decision because in the episode, in the episode, uh, Bill was like, "Oh, you probably filled your wine bottle with a bunch of pills that they crushed up and drank." He said, "Yep." And they both had a very quote peaceful death, and they opened up the they had their window to the bedroom door opened. It's like the last shot of the episode, and honestly, it it was sad. Like it, it was it was kind of emotional because it was like because they committed suicide, right? Yeah, and it was like sad. Like I said, it was just I just didn't think the whole entire ep- I didn't need a, a whole entire episode about it though, because you cut out because from like you said, being a stickler of the source material, you cut out so much. Well, also, like honestly, they could have delivered the same scene and have Bill continue on. As someone who lost someone who is so important to him, right? Bill is such a strong character, right? From what I hear of what you, what he was established as, especially comparing him to his game, his you know the, the source material version, right? Just to have him die from suicide, that, that just seems counterintuitive, and this is subjective to that character. I am if I was going to direct that show, I never would have killed off Bill. I would have had him go through that same episode and be there and hold uh, Frank. Right till the end, and yep. then you know, you know, 
sob and do what he has to and then do his thing and realize that, you know, he's still around. He's still healthy. He can still put up the good fight and give other people hope, just like Frank gave him hope. But that's the difference between two different mindsets. You have their mindset, which is doom and gloom, fucking, you know, everything is evil and oppressive, right? While my mindset is, no, there is hope. Exactly, yeah. It's like in both, you could say from both Serpents protecting from from Neil Cockman's and yours, right? (laughs) You had, you could say there was both hope because Frank was, uh, Bill gave Frank hope, right? Yeah. And and then when you're saying I'm okay with that, but then or Frank I want, gave I, Frank gave Bill hope. You mean? Yeah, Frank gave Bill hope. Yeah, right. But I but at the end, I want him to still move on, so that if there's another survivor a survivor out there, I can try to, not you know the age relation, but like I can try to give them hope too. Exactly. Because, because he had no hope. He was just doing his compound, just living off and everything. And then you know eventually meets up with Joel and Tess and stuff like that. Right, they do some exchanges and so you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right, but he he could have he could have lived on like you could have if you wanted to expand on his character, you couldn't expand on his character from the aftermaths of it because yeah. from the game, by the time you get there, right, he's alive. When Joel and Ellie get there in the show, they're they're dead already. Yeah, and it would have been a minor change to make in the show compared to the game. Instead of finding a dead body on the floor, right, which is confirmed as Frank, you maybe in the show you find a grave instead, right? And yeah. like Ellie asks about like who's Frank and so forth, right? And then Bill yeah. talks about like the importance of Frank and like how Frank was the hope that allowed him to continue on and help people like uh, her and Joel right now, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 help people that'll come after him and so forth. You know, that, and it just goes to show the different mindsets. Again, the writing and the way someone tells a story really allows you to actually kind of understand the psyche of an individual, right? My psyche is coming from a place of hope, especially towards like a post-apocalyptic setting, that there is a tomorrow that so long as I draw breath, I can fight. With Neil Cuckman, it seems like it's antithetical. It's literally the opposite of such. It's almost, it's almost like what it's, it's like what's happening in our, it's our, in our current world right now where it's. Based upon that everything's doom and gloom, black pilled and, and victimization. Yeah, fuck right? black pilling. You know, fuck that shit. Exactly. It's like, yeah, do we know it's shit right now? Of course it is. Of course. Do do something about it. Even a blind Join... man can fucking see that. Yeah. Do something about it. Join a group. Inspire people. Do something. Become a oh god, I would say become an influencer. Don't do that. Don't but... become an no. Become like I support independent content creators that are trying to make actual good stories. Retweet and retweet your favorite YouTuber that's going against this fucking woke bullshit. You know exactly. That's uh, it. Literally retweet. You don't your... have the money. Retweet their stuff. Talk to them on social media. Talk on Talk a forum to... with other like people. You know. Yeah, you could. They have email lists you can join for the big ones out there. They have email lists you can join for free, and you just get all their info. Then eventually, when yep. you can support their comet and some have patreon his tears as a dollar if you if you want to do that too right it's yes. it's something it's something better than nothing because you we could sit there and complain all day with what's hap- what what disney marvel and dc and and hollywood are doing when it comes to uh when it comes to entertainment culture right but if we're complaining we won't do anything so what are people doing 
we have the technology and the people and even the funds to be our own content creators without relying on them. We just need to put in the work to do it because we don't have the mass support, financial backings that they have, but we have to, we have to work hard towards it. You have to get more people involved, inspire more people, make, you know, make your enemies, your friends, you know, some do something, you know, try to change people's mind from to more critical thinking so they can be more self, 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 uh, Reliant on themselves instead of instead of just what the woke mob says. Exactly. And on that yeah. positive note, since it's getting we're past the almost well, we are past the one hour mark for the show. Uh, I would like to conclude the episode. Are there any final things you would like to say, Daddy Sins, before I uh, hit the end record button in the sky? Uh, nope. It was a good episode. Um, we definitely kind of deviated a lot from the topics we at least we want at least i want to talk about tonight but that's okay because uh, i'm gonna say that for the next daily nights monday there's monday yep i got a juicy topic and if you're paying attention if you're watching our episodes i'll tell you now if anything's on so like i said if if you're paying attention and watch episodes you will know it's one of those you know you know right so the next topic, one of the major topics for the next episode will be on the philosophy of the Magic Gathering's commander format and the bitching that the community likes to do. Let's ban this, ban that. Darksiders banned. Elder Snorn Mommy's too powerful. Everyone yeah. knows commander's a casual format. It's anyway. a casual format. It's meant <laughs> for fun. It's I don't I don't like interaction. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> Swear to God, so I can't play casual command anymore. It's so dumb. It's CDH all the way for me. But the C in CDH stands for casual, duh. Exactly. I'm, it's casu- I'm just playing casual stacks. I'm playing casually. I'm play- I'm casually playing well. Better than you. <laughs> yeah, I just choose to play cards that are objectively more powerful than your pet card. Yeah. I got no problem with you playing a pet card. Play all you want. But I'm gonna play Armageddon. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do land. I'm gonna do board clears. I'm like a literal board clear. Goodbye to your land. But what about your I'm lands? Gonna, I'm gonna it's play like, Armageddon. You're gonna blow up your lands. Nah. So I got Teferi back me up. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> or better. I'm or better yet, if you're running green, I'm gonna play that new green Phyrexian card. It's like, oh, I can play my lands from my graveyard. <laughs> exactly. I can just play lands in graveyard. Yeah. I can Teferi's protection. Go go to Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be out. That oh, was the you uh, read the you read the most recent MTG lore. He does go now. <laughs> that was a that was a playoff from um Black Nito. He did like a skit, yeah, of him like talking about board wipes and stuff like that. And he's like, "Nah, you can do board wipes." He's like, "Do you, boo?" And he's like, "I'm gonna just cast Teferi's protection." <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> and I'm like, "You ain't wrong." No, Let all the all. players cast their board wipes. And he's like, yep, I'm out Wakanda forever. I'm like, yep, that's right. Let's 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in to an episode, another episode, ladies and gentlemen, of Daily Nights. I've been your host, Treasonous Truths, and I've been joined today by my absolutely fantastic co-host, Daddy Sins. Thank you for being on tonight, Daddy Sins. Uh, is there anything you would like to tell the ladies and gentlemen tonight? Yes. Um, Dockside is not bandworthy. Stop bitching about magic. Be proactive. <laughs> Resident Evil Netflix show still sucks ass. 
The Sus of Us episode three was mediocre. Uh, damn, what else can I rant about? Morbius is the best Marvel movie show they've made. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, um, go tag our friend for Sean. Dr. Vanish. Just make sure to tag Dr. Dr. Vanish. Vanish. Yep. It's Morbin time. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You do know when we get him on an episode, it's going to have to be called It's Morbin Time. Oh, yeah. No, without a doubt. Yeah. We might try to do that for the, the next Daily Nights. Yeah. Um, our Daily Night episodes are being uploaded on YouTube. So Yes, they are. If you want and... to see our new GIF that was done by an artist. Uh, Mike, Mike Tenebrae. Mike Tenebrae. Tenebrae. Mike Tenebrae. Yeah. Yeah, I almost couldn't say his last name. It's all good. Um, Tenebrae, you'll see our new thumbnail gift on our Daily Nights episodes on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to actually ask him, probably not tonight, or probably probably over the weekend. Let me see if he's available and if he'll do one special for future role-playing episodes that we can do. So when we finish with EC, we can still use it for uh, Lost, well, the next project that we'll be working on. So once EC's over. <laughs> And maybe it'd be the sus of day of the nights. Who knows? <laughs> the sus of us. <laughs> the oh, sus that's, of us. <laughs> that's gonna be our. That's gonna be the the, the post apocalyptic parody of sus bros. <laughs> the sus of us. What are you guys doing? We're just nice. We're just two gay characters in a post apocalyptic world. And just just so I, I can play Ellie, like I'll play Ellie. I'll put like a wig or something, and I'll be like on my knees to like simulate the fact that I'm not as tall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We'll like we'll check all the boxes. Vashon could be Joel, right? <laughs> there you go. It's like two boxes right there. Ernie can play Bill with Damien. <laughs> Damien can play Frank. Yep, exactly. All and right, we, all right. <laughs> we could do accurate. We have we have two Hispanic people playing two white characters. We check all the boxes here. We got everything set. All right. With that being said, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> we just need some Asians, and we're good. <laughs> let me let me see if I can pull some strings. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, this has been Daily Nights. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Neon Nights Productions, Twitter at Neon Nights FM, and our own YouTube channel, as we talked about just now, uh, Neon Nights Productions as well. And as always, gentlemen and, well, ladies and gentlemen, stay golden. <laughs>